If there's one thing that Hollywood knows, it's money. On today's show, we're covering some iconic cinematic examples of what to do, and more importantly, what not to do when it comes to your finances. That on today's episode of Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And as I said, we talk retirement each and every week. And we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark and Casey and their entire crew and see where you are in your retirement planning process. Maybe you haven't started. Maybe you're in the middle of something. You need that second opinion. So stay tuned. We're going to open up those spots here in just a little bit. All right. So Hollywood isn't exactly known for prepping us for life in the real world. Every phone number seems to be, you know, KL5 or 555, very Hollywoody. And oftentimes the most beloved characters, they don't, they're not very relatable. While the big screen wasn't created with the intention of offering up financial guidance to audiences, there are a lot of lessons from which we can learn of what to do and perhaps more importantly, what not to do. And that being said, said, we have a few famous movie quotes lined up, and we're about to put our advisors in the hot seat and how each of these clips relates to the world of financial planning, retirement planning, and getting ready for the golden years. Guys, are you ready to dive in on this? We're looking forward to this episode. Let's do it. Very much. All right. So here we go with clip number one. I am not a destroyer of companies. I am a liberator of them. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Yes, we all get to talk like Gordon Gecko, Michael Douglas character, <laughs> 1987 Oliver Stone film, Wall Street, probably the most uh, famous, one of the f- most famous lines from that movie. How does this relate to financial planning, retirement planning, in your opinion? And I, I guess cap it off with, is greed a good thing? You know, uh, that is something that Casey and I have been talking about for a long, long time on it, whether it's our television show or our radio show. And I just I want the listeners to really think about this for a moment. There really are two emotions that are going to drive us as investors. And there, there are literally two. Mr. Gecko mentioned one of them there, greed. And the other one is fear. And so, you know, we've got to make decisions um, that are going to affect us forever, right? And so if we make decisions based on those two emotions all the time, it's going to, it can lead to disaster basically, right? Sometimes we like what's happening in the market right now, market's going down. So everybody's thinking about, well, maybe I should just get out and uh, let's see how far the train goes down, right? They're trying to time the market. That can be devastating. If, you, if you're if you a good timer of the market, you're the only person really in history that's ever been able to do it with much success. And so we don't recommend that, trying to do that, right? Timing is really, really hard. But then again, if greed takes over too much, like we had a 13-year bull run, then that can be a legitimate concern as well, because too many of us don't want to ever get off the train, right? They want it. We think it's going to just continue to go up, 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 which it's done nicely. But now the bear is on top of the bull right now. 
and it's it's going to be it's a little worrisome. But it that cycle has happened ever since the stock market has come into existence. The reality is usually a bull will run five to six years, and a bear about anywhere from a year to two years, depending on the circumstances. So. Uh, I don't want to say greed is always bad, but it needs to be controlled. It needs to be based on your age, what you're trying to accomplish in the short term. So again, uh, greed can be uh, somewhat of our friend, but a lot of times it can get us into trouble too. So I believe that's why we talk about this. We'll talk about today. You have to have a plan for when these type of things are happening. Elevate Your Wealth. Again, we have Mark Simpson and Casey Elkins, your host, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in Seattle. And if you want a great resource website, check out EFMNW.com. That's all letters, EFMNW.com. There are links to the TV show and also our radio shows in podcast form for you, Elevate Your Wealth. All right, so we're having some fun with some of these Hollywood clips that are out there, some famous lines. Here is clip number two. Casey, let's see how you do with this one. I got in early on some wireless IPOs and the stuff just skyrocketed from there. What about you, Greg? <laughs> what line of work are you in? I'm in healthcare. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. There are a lot of Benjamins being made right now with the biotech stuff. Yeah, I don't have to tell you that. How's your portfolio? I'd say strong, <laughs> quite strong. Yeah, yeah. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, they're doing some portfolio <laughs> comparison in that scene from Meet the Parents. Kevin played viciously by Owen Wilson, just a great bad guy, and then Greg Ben Stiller, the male nurse and the romantic lead, uh, discussing their portfolios. Now, I can kind of relate to this one, and it kind of reminds me if you're at work and you're standing around the the water cooler, or you're talking during the break, and you start getting into stocks and talking about portfolios, and you don't want to stick out like a sore thumb, so you start discussing investments. Guys, what are your, Casey, let's start with you. What are your thoughts as to how this relates to the world of financial and retirement planning? You know, I, I think like you said, Morgan, uh, most people probably relate to Greg or Ben Stiller in this circumstance, feeling like the, the financial world is overwhelming and there's so much to it and uh, maybe not feeling like they understand it like they should. And so it creates a level of embarrassment. And that's why you get the response from, from Ben Stiller of, well, of strong to quite strong. He doesn't know what to say, right? And there's lots of terminology. There's lots of uh, nomenclature when it comes to the financial world that is not used from day to day. And it's not explained. It's not taught well in the schools. And uh, people feel uneducated when it comes to finance. And so it tends to breed, uh, to some extent, a, a level of shame almost we've seen with clients coming in just kind of almost feeling embarrassed about where they're at and not understanding uh, their investments better. And so, you know, Mark and I really, we, we try to uh, give people the confidence, help empower them as to where they're at, help show them what changes can be made. But more importantly, we keep things simple. Um, you're always allowed to ask questions, but we try to simplify these things and make sure that really we can show you what it looks like and build you something strong for the future in a way that you're going to understand it. It doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Um, and so we, we really try to, uh, like I said, simplify it, make it something that's easily understandable uh, because if we if we just talk over people's heads, which we all know people like that, whether it be in the financial world or some other avenue, we all know people that do that. And it's really frustrating. Um, and even more so when somebody's talking over your head about your finances. So we've got to make sure that we 
do this all in an easily understandable fashion. Elevate your wealth. You're tuned to it. Mark Simpson, Casey Elkins of Elevated Financial Management, the power behind this program. There's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. So stay tuned for that. We have a limited number of spots. We'll open those up, and they're no cost, no obligation. Again, no pressure. All right, here's clip number three. Nobody, I don't care if you're Warren Buffett or if you're Jimmy Buffett, nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, <laughs> down, sideways, or in circles, least of all stockbrokers. Ah, the Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> and that character made this phrase from another movie very famous. All right, all right, all right. So what are your thoughts <laughs> on Matthew McConaughey's line here, Mark? Well, in in a lot of ways, he's right on the money because any broker that thinks they can tell you what your stock is going to do, um, that can be an issue for all of us. Now, there are trend lines that we can look at and uh, history. We can do a lot of uh, research on a, on a certain stock, but I, and we believe very much in stocks. Again, this is why we want to have a written plan designed for you so that if those stocks might be going down, let's say, like a lot of stocks are right now, do you want to be taking money out of those accounts? It, that's what we call sequence of return risk. So again, stocks should be a uh, major portion of everybody's portfolio based, we believe, on age. Uh, the older we get, uh, the less risky we may want to become. And so we have to be careful with the percentage of stocks that we hold because we all, I think, understand that stocks are going to give us the highest risk. Uh, and so that being said, if that's the case, don't you think it might be very prudent to look at your own portfolio, especially if you're getting close to retirement, or maybe you've just started retirement, and, and, and be concerned about how many individual stocks or even mutual funds that you own, uh, what percentage of your portfolio uh, is at risk. And that's something we talk a lot about and are very concerned about for all our clients. All right. Well, it's that time. We've got spots on the calendar, five positions available right now. What's going to happen for these five appointments next week? Well, for those that are willing to pick up the phone and give us a call, um, it's the same thing that we always offer to you guys. It's, it's the opportunity to come in and have a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. We offer the same thing every time. So in that, we'll, we'll make sure that we talk about risk. We'll talk about taxes. How much risk are you taking? What are taxes going to look like? Uh, we'll work with you on legacy and estate planning, as well as healthcare planning, long-term care, all the things that we know are main worries for retirees. So if you've got $250,000 or more, please make sure to pick up the phone and give us a call. All right, here's the phone number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Again, if you've got at least 250000 or more saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number to call, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Coming up next on the program, fake news has become the norm, and it can be hard to separate fact from fiction. So backed by popular request, we'll have financial advisor Mythbusters, and we'll see if we can clear up some common controversial misconceptions. So stick around.
Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them right here in Seattle. Between the two, 42 years experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And folks, it is always about retirement. Before we get into some of these questions in our next segment, we have to play this iconic. We just got off of the Hollywood cuts, but we could not leave that segment without playing this final one and seeing if you can identify the movie. You know what I noticed? Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Mm, nobody panics when things go according to the plan. And we're getting the thoughts uh, from Casey and from Mark just on these cuts and how it kind of pertains to retirement planning. That, of course, the Joker from The Dark Knight and the Batman trilogy. No, not Jack Nicholson's Joker, but Heath Ledger's Joker, which a lot of people feel like is the best Joker. Uh, what are your thoughts, guys, on this one? Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, it, it is important, you know, we can kind of come at this from two different ways. It's important to have a plan. That's We talk about this all the time. Things are going to be better in retirement if you have a plan. And that's that's the circumstance for most things in life. If you have a plan, you're going to be able to deal with things that are unexpected because the majority of it is mapped out. And that's exactly why we talk about a written financial plan. Um, and so that, that's the key. We see that you've got to have something that's going to help carry you through retirement, that's going to give you the confidence that you need to have a successful retirement and ultimately allow you to go spend the money that you've saved. That's, that's one of the biggest things we see is when folks don't have a plan, they don't live the retirement that they want to live because they're not sure if, they're going to, if their money's going to last, if they're going to be able to make it. So if you have a plan, then you can spend those funds that you've worked so hard for uh, that and, and be able to live the retirement that you've worked so hard for. But I, I kind of want to comment on the other side of this coin as well. Uh, we have to be careful about what that plan is. Um, I've heard a lot of folks recently say, given the recent market issues, they go, well, that, that's, you know, that's kind of to be expected, right? The, the market goes up and down, but ultimately the market is the best investment that there is. And they kind of have this mindset that that's the plan. They put their money in and their money's going to ride up and down with the market. They have to deal with all of that volatility. But the, the key here is that that's a bad plan, right? So it, it really depends on what you're when we talk about that term or that idea of if everything goes according to plan, it's okay. That does make sense if you have a proper plan in place. But if your plan is to just ride the market because the market always wins and it's always the best thing, I would encourage you to rethink that plan and come up with something solid for the future. I mean, so important to have that roadmap to get you to retirement. So important to work with professionals, fiduciaries that will have your best interest right up front when it comes to your retirement. And they'll have a different set of eyes on what you're doing with that portfolio. And again, can offer up uh, some suggestions, maybe some solutions to some issue that you have as you're moving towards your retirement. So folks, to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, just stay tuned. We've got a few spots. We're going to open those up here in just a little bit. So we were talking about myth busting. Let's get into this. You asked and we answered. So it's time to bring the financial myth buster into the mix. All right. And help clear up the misinformation, the disinformation surrounding financial planning and retirement planning. So I'm going to throw out uh, the myth and you guys are going to bust them. Okay. So Mark, you get the first one. Here's, here it is. Long-term care insurance can be expensive and is use it or lose it. And it's the only game in town. That is a big Hurricane myth. It's not true. 
Now, it can be expensive depending on how old you are. But the one thing I want to share, and I've said this many times over the past uh, uh, episodes that we do on radio and television, I'm in this business because of this exact subject. I watched my grandfather get Alzheimer's and he didn't go in the facility until he was almost 91 years old. And then he lasted almost another six, six and a half years. And they, they got devastated financially by it. We kept the big farm back in Iowa, but uh, they lost the bulk of their liquid assets paying for long-term care. So it's something I have a, a passion for helping clients to at least talk about. One of the things that I believe it is hard to talk about this subject. A lot of people want to not talk about it. They'll kick the can down the road. They don't think it's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they don't have a plan for that. And if, if, if an atom bomb is going to go off inside of a well-written plan, this is going to be what's going to cause the issue. It, it can devastate you financially. So there are some really cool hybrid life insurance products on the market right now, where if you don't use the long-term care benefit, all the money comes back. Now, it's not necessarily good for you because you have to die, but your spouse or your children are going to get all of that premium back. So that throws that whole myth about use it or lose it right out the window. So it just depends on age, your health circumstances, but there are some products today that are really, really encouraging to talk about and and solve a problem that we believe is one of the leading, in fact, it is the leading reason that uh, elderly couples, retirees are going bankrupt today is for this very issue. Talking about some myth busting out there, I'm reading off the myth and we'll see if it's fact or fiction. And of course, long-term care insurance, the first one uh, can be expensive and it's use it or lose it, but it's the only game in town. That is a myth. So make sure you're having those types of conversations. Now, the next one, we'll direct this one at Casey. Here it is. The median retirement savings for baby boomers amounts to about 202,000 per household. Well, before I say fact or myth, I just want everybody to think about that for a second and see see what you think. Does the average retirement household baby boomers have Um, $202,000? More or less, kind of what what do you think? Think about that for a second. Um, And and the reason I say that is because it might, that $202,000 might sound like a lot, but what does it really equal in retirement? Mm -hmm. So now that you've thought about it, we'll say that that is a fact. And so at $202,000, if that's the average amount, uh, according to a study from uh, Transamerica conducted in 2022, that may sound like a lot of money. And it is a lot of money to just kind of have sitting there. But when it comes to retirement planning, and we're talking about funding a 20, 25, 30 year retirement, $202,000 doesn't sound like so much. And as a matter of fact, the idea here really is that if you were to exercise the 4% rule, which is the considered to be the safe withdrawal rate. And I'm just going to caveat that that is under debate right now as to whether or not you can actually take 4% from your accounts. The idea behind this rule and not to get off topic, but the idea behind this rule is that what is the safe amount that you can take from your accounts each year, adjusting for inflation and last that money over the course of your retirement. It used to be 6%. It was then 4%. Now it's being debated if it's even 2%, which means that on $202,000 saved, you'd be able to take around $8,000 a year, which is about 650 bucks a month. Um, Now, if your only other source of income is social security, that really could 
make you fall short of what your spending goals are in retirement. So this is why it's important to have a plan. Looking at just that chunk of money, it might seem like, oh, I can go spend. But when we think about the fact that it needs to last over the course of the rest of your lifetime, we have to be responsible and very efficient with how we take care of those funds. Yeah, I I like my icing on my cake really, really thick. I would think the icing on that cake would be really, really thin. So, guys, you got to make sure you have (laughs) a plan uh, for retirement. And again, you know, working with professionals, working with fiduciaries to kind of figure it out, you know, kind of get you not just to retirement, but through retirement. It is vital. All right. So we're doing the myth busting. Here's the next one, Casey. And I think this is the one we're going to, the last one we're going to have time for in this portion of the program. But here is the myth. All debt is bad. Yeah, it's um, kind of a myth, maybe. Um, (laughs) Kind of is circumstantial. You know, debt is a, a big killer of wealth. Um, and you need to know what's right for you and what is good debt and what is bad debt. And that that's really the key. So I'll say that um, not all debt is bad. I believe that is a myth, but you have to still be responsible and, and uh, understand what type of debt you're taking, what the interest rates are. Is that debt something that's going to be a long-term benefit for you? Or are you just taking on debt to buy the new clothes and keep up with your friends? Those are different things, right? Credit so, card debt. Yeah, credit card debt, exactly. So if you're just taking on credit card debt um, to kind of keep up with the Joneses, that's bad debt. That's very, very bad debt. Um, If you're securing debt and that is helping you build something strong for the future, and we won't go into any specific details because, again, it's situational, but if that debt is creating something positive for you in the future – um, then that is potentially good debt, and it makes a lot of sense. Real estate but would be good you've got to really make sure that you pay attention as to what type of debt you have and be responsible with the overall amount. Elevate your wealth. We talk retirement each and every week, all the different angles when it comes to these topics, and you think about it, and just having that plan because your situation is unique to you, and your plan needs to be just that custom. If you're retiring solo or retiring as a couple, you know, your retirement puzzle is going to be completely different from anybody else's. So your plan needs to be that unique. Now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Mark, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Yep. So for anybody that picks up their phone, we're going to design a written plan that's done by our team of certified financial planners. We, if you've saved $250,000 or more, maybe you've worked at Boeing or Weyerhaeuser or any other of the, of the big, great companies in our area, please pick up the phone because we're going to look at your tax situation. Uh, Could we really, we believe tax planning is huge in this, uh, in, in really having a, a written plan that matters. Uh, then we're going to look at your income sources. Where's your income going to be coming from? Uh, then we're going to look at long-term care. All of these are going to be part of a solid written plan. All right, we got five positions. Call the number now, 866-668-3625. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. If you've got at least 250000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. Call that number now. We're back right after this. your wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. Between the two, 42 years of experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients 
get ready for their golden years, their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Want to remind you too, there's a great resource website out there for you, efmnw.com, all letters, efmnw.com. You can find links to the TV show and the radio show in podcast form. Again, elevate your wealth. Check it out. You can watch and listen to your heart's desire, right? And it's always about retirement. So there are many, many, many questions that folks are asking themselves and others while planning for retirement, getting ready for that, you know, life after your work ends. And oftentimes the questions stem from wondering exactly how this stage of your life is going to play out. And in an effort to help you properly get ready for your financial future, we have a list of the questions that so many pre-retirees, but also retirees, ask themselves but also professionals in the process of getting into retirement and through retirement. So, Mark, first question, and you can comment, how much do I need to retire? That is a common one. Yes, in fact, that's probably number one. Uh, it's amazing how many clients come in and they, if they hit a million, they feel that's their number, right? Mm-hmm. And we, a million is a good number. We don't want anybody to think that it's not, but you know, if you think about a 5% drawdown rate, that's $50,000 a year. That's how much it would take if you had a million dollars. So how much for each person is so um, unique to them, it's hard to answer that until we get a lot more information. Uh, one of the things that we really look at, there's going to be several different factors. One of them, what kind of income were you making prior to your uh, leaving your job and wanting to retire? That's a big one. What about the lifestyle that you want to lead in retirement? Those that want to do a lot more traveling uh, need a bigger budget than those that maybe are more homebodies, right? So again, we've got to look at what you want to do in, in retirement and what you it's going to look like for you. What about the time horizon? Uh, do you have really good health? Was there longevity in your with your grandparents and your parents? See, these are all questions that we need to get uh, an idea about before we can begin to put together a plan to hopefully have your money last as long as you need it to. But each person's situation is very unique to them. So there is no cookie cutter, one size fits all solution to this. We are going over questions that pre-retirees and retirees are asking themselves. I can just see them, you know, standing in front of the mirror, asking themselves these questions, but also, uh, you know, asking (laughs) professionals. No, I'm serious. I mean, you know, you you, kind of rehearse it and then you go to a professional and you ask these questions. So how much do I need to retire? Right. And this next one, Casey, uh, I think a lot of people want this, but they don't know if they can do it. Is it possible for me to retire early? The, the official answer is maybe. Uh, it, def- it depends on a lot of things. Uh, there's quite a few factors that, that have to align for that to actually happen. So um, it, to determine if you're financially prepared, if you're financially able to actually do that, retire early. So it depends on your savings. Uh, where are your savings at? Um, what do your investments look like? How, how large are your investable assets? Um, a, a big piece to this puzzle is your age and your goals in retirement. Kind of like Mark was just talking about. Uh, How much do we need to retire? Well, it depends on how much you want to spend in retirement. And a lot of that has to do with your goals in retirement. Um, And so these things all factor into this type of decision of whether or not you can 
retire early. And the simple fact is, I just listed a few of them for you, but retirement planning as a whole is like dropping a rock in a pond. It has a ripple effect and it hits everything else. So uh, if you don't have enough savings, that affects how long you need to work. Um, and, and, you know, all these things play off of one another. And so it's very situational. Um, the, the only way to position yourself for an early retirement involves a thorough and comprehensive plan. That's why we're always talking about having a plan. Because again, everything is situational. It's unique to you. As a matter of fact, I mean, just the couple questions that we've addressed so far, and I imagine the the other questions that you have for us, Morgan, will indicate further and further that these are all very unique. These are common yeah. questions, yeah. but the answers are very, uh, it, what it boils down to is that it's, it's unique to you. It's your situation. It's one-on-one. And so that's why everybody has these questions because it's not two plus two equals four. There's a lot more factors to that equation. And so we've got to figure it out one-on-one. You've got to have a plan. You want right. to add some of that, Mark? Yeah, I wanted to to say one of the biggest hurdles that keeps people from retiring is do they still have a mortgage? Uh, where do you want to live? That is a big one that needs to be addressed. And then if you've got a current existing mortgage, how long before it's paid off? There are some really cool tools that you can do for getting rid of a mortgage earlier than you may have ever dreamed. So these are the things that Casey was talking about that we need to get some answers to. Well, I tell you, you, uh, Casey, great uh, painting of the picture there, because when you think about a pebble going into a puddle and the ripple effect, I mean, everybody Mm -hmm. can relate to that. You know, we've Mm -hmm. all been kids. We've all thrown rocks. We, you know, we've all dropped stuff and stuff and and you see those ripple effects and that's, you know, that's what happens. You know, you, you're making these moves, you're making these plans and it's going to impact everything else that you're doing uh, for retirement. And that's going to be individual to everybody that retires. So make sure you have that plan. That was a good one. All right. So Mark, this next one's for you. This, this question and, and again, these are questions that a lot of people are asking themselves, but also professionals out there. How long, and this is the number one fear right here, how long will my money last in retirement? Yeah, they're, they're very concerned, Morgan, as you just mentioned, is my money going to run out? And there, again, there's a lot of factors that are going to uh, be used to have to figure this out. Um, we know that, uh, do you want to pay, possibly retire early? Uh, it's going to then depend on how much you've saved up, right? And and how much you've invested. What do you have in qualified plans? Uh, all of these things are going to be used uh, to determine whether you can or can't. The withdrawal rate, Casey just mentioned that the old rule was the 4% rule. Well, there are many in this planning world right now that believe that's too high. There's a very high likelihood if you try and draw down 4% that you will run out of money. But again, that uh, retirement number is going to be different for everybody. So the Department of Labor is estimating right now that the average American is going to spend right around 20 years in retirement. Now, in my case, my grandparent, it was closer to 30 years. See, so a good planner that's going to help you develop a plan is going to come up with strategies that is going to be able to show you how you're going to use your money when and how much. And that's why we believe it's so important that you have a written plan. 
Tell you folks, when you when you start getting into these conversations, and look, we understand. I mean, this is your life and you know, your finances, and it's very personal. You know, an opportunity to sit down with professionals, uh, Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, their entire team at Elevated Financial Management, have that conversation, kind of maybe start the walk down the path of retirement planning or get that second opinion. That gives you the ease of mind, uh, knowing that you're making, you know, progressive steps when it comes to your retirement. The opportunity to get on their calendar is right around the corner, so stay tuned for that. We're going over, again, questions that pre-retirees and retirees are asking themselves and they're asking professionals out there. And these are pretty broad and, you know, your answers are going to be individual to you. But just remember these. All right, so we've gone over these. How much do I need to retire? Is it possible for me to retire early? Again, these are all questions that are coming in. You know, how long is my money going to last in retirement? Because that that is tied right to the number one fear, which is running out of money in retirement. Mm -hmm. And Casey, this next one, how do I save for retirement? You know, there, there's uh, uh, many different financial tools that you can use. Um, there's quite a few options there. Um, I'll just say this before I start listing a couple of them. Um, it, it varies depending on your goals, your age, the risk that you're willing to take, um, what maybe what investments you've done in the past and things of that nature. So again, a, a very situational or unique answer based on the individual, but I'll kind of paint with a broad brush and give you a few things here to think about. The, the first one that most people think of is going to be their 401k at work. Um, and realistically, the biggest benefit that you're going to get there is that hopefully you're getting an employer match and thus getting some free money with it. And at the same time, you have tax deferral um, on your growth or on the investments themselves. So um, that, that's one of the main things that uh, many folks look to. Then you can look to open a, a traditional IRA and invest it yourself. Um, you can have a Roth IRA, which we're going to pay taxes up front and it'll grow tax free and the money will come out tax free. Um, there's other plans out there as well. There's a 457, uh, there's a 403B, depending on where you work. Um, but those are kind of some of the main ones that folks think of. Uh, beyond that, many look to real estate as an investment tool um, to create income in retirement, to create capital appreciation through the cost of real estate going up. Uh, in addition to that, there's other uh, insurance products that are investment related as well. Again, situational, but there are each one of these things has its own benefits, uh, positives and negatives, and each one uh, is going to be more suited to different types of individuals, the risk that they want to take, what age they're at, and kind of where they're at in their overall retirement planning journey. Questions uh, for retirees and pre-retirees. Uh, we've got some of them. You're listening to Elevate Your Wealth. And these are questions from all over the place. But they, they, again, they center on retirement. How much do I need to retire? Is it possible for me to retire early? These are the questions that do come into advisors all the time. How long will my money last in retirement? How do I save for retirement? And the one we have time for, the remaining one, is going to be this one, Markets, to you. When should I take my Social Security? Yeah, that is a big one that everybody kind of worries about. Well, right now, the earliest age you can take a benefit is 62, unless it is a survivor benefit. A widow could take it as early as age 60. Uh, we tend to recommend to all of our clients to wait till fra full retirement age, if at all possible. That's going to be anywhere between 66 and 67, because it's going to make a huge difference over time. And 
you, that's why you need to have a plan. We need to figure out exactly where your money's going to come from and when it's going to start. And that's going to be done with doing some social security planning and optimization as well. So many puzzle pieces for that retirement picture. Make sure you have them all. And again, your puzzle is going to be totally custom and not comparable to anybody else's. So make sure you have your customized plan. Now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management and start that process. Again, this is no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. Casey, what's going to happen for the next five callers? Well, you hit the nail on the head. It is unique. It's situational. And so that's why we're going to sit down one-on-one with those that are willing to pick up the phone and give us a call. We're going to sit down, have a conversation with you. And what we'll do is we'll put together a written financial plan put together by us and our team of certified financial planners. The reason that's important is because there's lots of things that come up in retirement and we've got to have a plan that allows us to adjust and be flexible as that comes up. So we'll talk about income, we'll talk about risk, taxes, and a few other things to make sure that you've got something solid for the future. Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We have five appointments. Call now, 866-668-3625. Again, this is a written financial plan. If you've got at least 250000 saved for your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. When we come back, it's time for question and answer. Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them in Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. It is now time for question and answer. We also want to remind you, too, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark, Casey, their entire team at Elevated Financial Management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Kind of see where you are in your retirement planning process. We are here to help. I know a lot of questions out there. People are nervous about the economy, nervous about their future, and obviously nervous about their retirement. Make sure you have a customized plan. All right, question and answer, as always, hypotheticals, but here we go. I've listened to the show for months, finally ready to come in and talk about retirement. Very excited to do so, but can you explain what the experience would be like for me when I come into the office? Yeah, this is a really common question. Um, and, I, you know, I think that really what it boils down to is, is people are maybe haven't sat down with a financial planner before. And so they're very commonly nervous about going to meet with a financial planner. And it all boils down to this question because they don't know what to expect. So you're not alone in thinking this. Um, we, we do get asked this quite frequently. And realistically, we'll just say this. What you see or what you hear is what you get. So Mark and I are the same in person as we are on the, on the radio. Um, I, I'd like to think that we're both really easy to talk to. Um, what we're going to do is you're going to come in. You'll be welcomed by our staff. We have a nice, friendly office. Um, we'll sit down. We'll have a conversation. And realistically, it's just an opportunity for us to learn about you individually, learn about where you're at uh, in your current financial planning process, 
Um, and, and that means talking about the funds that you have, the investments that you've made, um, successes that you've had, even some struggles that you've had uh, financially or investment wise in the past. And then we'll talk about where you want to be. Um, and that's how we start to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to go. What goals do you want or do you have for retirement? That's that's really the biggest thing. I think that's the biggest question that we hit is what do you want your retirement to look like? Um, people have worked so hard for years and years to build something. So we want to know what that looks like for you. What type of trips do you want to take? Who do you want to go with? What do you want to do here? Um, all those kind of things. And then from there, we can really start to map out um, what that looks like, what that journey will look like, and how to get there from where you're currently at. But realistically, um, just to allay any concerns or any worries that folks have, those that are listening at home, um, as I said, what you hear is what you get. We're very easy to talk to. Um, no pressure office. It's completely complimentary, just like we always tell you. Elevate your wealth question and answer. We're coming up with situations and putting our advisors to the test with these questions. Next one up for Mark. Here it is. I plan to retire at 63 and take Social Security at that time. I'm four years away now. I have a mix of financial accounts, so I'm looking for suggestions on how to best reconfigure or combine these accounts once I stop working. And how do you go about accessing your retirement funds? Do you move a once a month amount into your checking. Basically, I'd love an easy button, an easy way to set it and forget it. Yeah. And I think that is just a wonderful, wonderful question because that's what we want it to be for our clients. We do. We want it to, to be just exactly as was stated there, set it and forget it. The money's automatically going to be set up to come into his or her checking account for you each and every month from whatever source that we've designed it to come from. And that's why a plan is so important and why we continually and always will harp on this. If you have a plan, we're going to know where the money's going to come from, how it's going to come and why, uh, because taxes matter, right? So again, tax planning is part of your income strategy is really, really important. Do you have any Roth accounts? When should we use those? What about different qualified plans, 401ks or 453, uh, 403Bs, uh, TSP accounts? See, when do we want to maybe you start to use those? Right now, we know taxes are going to go up. So why not pay tax on some of those accounts right now? So again, a plan is going to help that. Um, now, when it comes to Social Security, I totally believe as a nationally certified Social Security advisor, that the longer you can put it off, especially prior to 67 or 66, depending on when you're born, I the bulk of my clients will wait till full retirement age before they turn it on. Not always. So again, this is where a plan is really going to help you to streamline the whole retirement process and get it to where it's set up so that you can set it and forget it. And there are a lot of people out there that have portfolios and feel like they're set, man, that's their retirement. That is not a plan, folks. I mean, you've got no. a great portfolio, but you got to know how it's all going to work together. And again, having mm -hmm. that plan is vital. Opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, have that type of conversation right around the corner. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Stay tuned. Okay, next hypothetical, Casey, this one's yours. I'll be retiring in 20 months. My pension is only taxed with the assumption that is my only source of income and doesn't take into account that I'm also drawing from my 457B. Is there any way to avoid what I'm really worried about, which is a huge tax bill? 
Yeah, you know, I I think really what this boils down to, again, is, and we say this all the time, it's about having a plan. Um, Because it it sounds like you've got a couple different sources of income, and there's not a plan to understand how those are each going to be taxed and how that is affected over the years. And so, um, you know, in reference to having a huge tax bill, it's hard for me to say whether or not you're going to have a huge tax bill because it's dependent on how much income you're actually receiving and what type of planning has been done. Um, and so, again, it's kind of hard for me to answer that question real directly. But what I will say is that if you have a plan that accounts for your individual income sources, um, whether that be a pension or an annuity um, or just taking income from your investment accounts or whatever it is, if you've got a plan that accounts for those things, as well as hypothetical growth into the future and how your income needs to adjust for inflation and all those kinds of things, if that's all in one place, um, then this concern maybe isn't as big. And in addition to that, once you have a clearer picture, then you can really start to make some adjustments and do some tax planning um, as a way to lessen that overall tax burden in retirement. Um, but again, very situational, and it all comes back to having a plan. You know, questions about retirement, they come in all the time, and we've put together some hypotheticals uh, for both Mark and Casey and see how they do with them. Uh, Mark, this next one's for you. Uh, and this one, this is one I've heard before or heard a version of, I should say. My daughter has just finished her residency, very proud. And while I've stressed her entire life the importance of investing her money, she's been so swamped the last few years. Now that she has completed her program, she's more open to it. Now, I know this isn't quite a retirement-specific question, but, you know, I've been talking about it for a few decades. She's got a few decades until she retires, so she has time. Should she meet with a financial advisor now? I would absolutely answer that question is yes. The sooner you begin to plan, we believe having a plan over a long period of time just uh, allows you to, to, to retire when it does come. Even if it's two or three decades away, it's going to help you to retire with independence clarity and confidence. And once you do that, uh, you're going to feel so good because you did start planning early. I know my son, my oldest son uh, could retire right now, basically. Uh, He did a lot of smart planning. So, and I know you're probably worried about all that school debt that you're carrying possibly because uh, you helped put her through school, med school. We know how expensive that is, right? And so, She's probably been a little stressed about that, plus where she was going to work for sure and where did she want to end up living. All of these are, are, are part of, you know, planning. And so I just I want to say to you uh, that I, I'm glad that you're able to help your children. I know I am. Uh, we want to be diligent about doing it in the right way, though. And so, again, I would absolutely recommend to a son or a daughter, get in and see a planner, especially a fiduciary, as soon as you can, because they can really help keep you on that narrow path that leads to a successful retirement. We're going over questions. Again, hypotheticals we've pieced together. Again, these questions come in all the time and see how the fellows handle it. Casey, the last one is for you, and here it is. I manage stocks online. The app has been trying to get me to invest in treasury bonds almost every time I open it up. Is this a good choice? Um, you know, I would say that if we rewound the clock and went back uh, – 
18 months ago or so that I, my answer would be no, um, because at that time, interest rates were low. And so bonds being issued had lower coupons, but things have changed. And so um, we, we do see higher uh, interest rates on those bonds. We do see a higher yield with those bonds. And so that can be a good place to put some funds. Um, but there's also still some turmoil as to uh, further interest rate hikes and how that's going to affect bonds that are being issued. And so um, it, it may be a good place for a portion of the funds. Um, you know, I don't know the potential account size that we're talking about here. Um, but realistically, it also depends a lot on your age, too. Um, if, if being that you're managing it in an app um, and you're doing it all online, I'm guessing that that you're probably or this individual would be on the younger side of things. And in that circumstance, if you've got time uh, to invest and time to allow the market to um, do what it does over the next course of 10, 15, 20 years, then maybe those bonds aren't as appealing to somebody as, as they would be to somebody who's actually closer to retirement. So uh, a lot of this has to do with the risk that you're comfortable with, your age, um, and really what you're trying to accomplish. And so that being said, again, it, it all boils back to, uh, to the same thing here. You got to have a plan. You got to have somebody that's helping you understand where you're at where you'd like to be and how you get from one to the next. All right. Well, we are up against it. Mark, I know we've got limited spots. What's going to happen for the next five appointment calls? Well, we want you to pick up your phone. And if you come in, we're going to put together a, a written plan that's done by our team of certified financial planners. We're going to look at your income sources. Uh, are they guaranteed? What about your tax situation? A lot of other the so-called big box stores, they don't want to touch taxes. We do. Uh, we're going to look at maybe any health issues. Uh, what do you? Are you going to need a, a med sup plan or a med advantage plan when you retire? What about legacy planning? Uh, how do you want to possibly move assets to your children? Um, one of the biggest Casey and I talk about this all the time. It's so hard to get a client to want to go from being a saver to a spender. But we want to show you how with a plan, you're going to feel confident about being a spender because that's truly what we want you to be in retirement. All about the plan, folks. Now's the opportunity. Call this number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you've got at least 250000 saved towards retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. And again, this is a written financial plan, and it's complimentary. 866-668-3625. Call that number now. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books. We will see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.